Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results again tonight, they're good. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, there's my main man, Mayor Mitch, in the month of, well, here we are in July. Sorry, I couldn't say May to keep the M's going. We're live here in the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And the Brewers take game two to make it two in a row. Uh, 9-4 the final, and uh, Sadzak, yeah, just mop-up duty, gave up a couple of 2-3 runs, that's all. How about this offense, Brewers fans, as they uh, run their mark now to 52-43 and with this victory? The offense last night with 11 hits and putting up six runs. Now, granted, there were 13 innings in the game, but nonetheless, 11 hits, 13 runs, uh, I should say in 13 innings, the six runs, and then tonight, 12 hits and nine runs on the board. Oh, that's a little bit of a turnaround, don't you think? Keep the line moving. They're putting up crooked numbers in innings. That's, that's a good sign. It's a good way to start out uh, the second half of the 22 championship season. And, and is it starting to change your mind a little bit at least? I mean, maybe? If, if you're going to change your mind on the offense, well, this is the way it would have to happen, right? Or what would have to happen with not only this offense, uh, but the team in general? What would they have to do then to recapture this uh, you know, World Series or bust kind of philosophy? Want to get your reaction on this ball game tonight? 31,694 at American Family Field as they take game two of this four-game weekend wraparound series. Again, tomorrow you would think that's the final game of the set. No, it goes till Monday night. But the big news today, Aaron Ashby signs long-term a five-year deal with a couple of team option years on the back end of that thing. I mean, you're looking at potentially seven years 
with uh, the young Brewers left-hander in a Brewers uniform. Is that the right way to go? They pulled the trigger early on with Freddie Peralta a couple of years ago and did the same thing. That's the big news today. Is this writing on the wall for guys like Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff? You could you could make that that case if you, if you wanted to, but you're looking at about $20 million in the five years. That's about what I would have went with. I think, guys, just, just if you're just tuning in, uh, nice win, 9-4 the final. And if you're just tuning in, the bigger news of the day, I, th- I think, is Aaron Aspey signed long-term. And I will tell you this, based on the, the numbers that are reported here, I mean, this could go up to like a $45 million deal if it comes to fruition with the two team options on the back end of a five-year deal. Years six and seven. I think it's a steal. I, that is an absolute steal. You don't hear very often in baseball where somebody wants to hold out and renegotiate. That's a thing of the past. Mitch, when's the last time you heard a baseball player doing that? It just really uh, doesn't happen, right? Not really. I mean, they baseball players for the most part are, you know, pretty uh, pretty straight laced, and they, they get uh, you their know, money. Yeah, they, they 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 get paid, and well, sometimes they get paid. And I know the organizations like to, uh, I don't know, jerk them around a little bit and, and and use the system to their advantage. But you know, the guys that do stick around and perform ultimately get paid probably way too much longer than they should but well but but the the point is though when you sign you you're you're good with it you get that money right regardless of what happens you get that money I, you just don't hear that not I, I don't foresee that happening with with ashby's situation but i think it's an ab- absolute steal guys it is it's like the freddie peralta thing now you feel a little bit better about the future i mean you win with pitching and defense or do you i mean some people would debate that in these days of baseball but you know, the Aspie signing goes goes right along there with the young right-hander and Freddie Peralta. In in forward thinking, finally we see some we we see some of these players uh, built into the long-term future. And when you hook up the maybe the crescendo in a career of Aaron Aspie, it might line right up with some of these younger prospects that will be up and successful in the bigs at the same time. I love this move. Absolutely. And you guys know what I think of Ashby. I think he's not only going to be good, he's going to be elite. That's my thought. Who am I, though? Right? I mean, we can make all predictions. You're talking, you're you're listening to the same guy that said, I thought Matt Laporta would end up a Hall of Famer. (laughs) I don't mind. I don't mind admitting that. Well, guess what, Tim? If you're on the radio every single night for six months a year, you're probably going to be wrong once in a while. Once in a while, yes. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yes, and I, I have been and will continue to be occasionally wrong. Yes, there's no question about it. But, you know, sometimes we're right on that too. And I do believe Ashby, you, you have to consider with Ashby um, a couple of things, one of which I already knew what the organization thought of Aaron Ashby in the last, I would say, well, since September of last year. So what is that? Less than a year. Ten months. Because of his usage, it told us a lot as Brewers fans how they used him, how they 
You know, in some regards, baby caked on him. In some regards, how they forced him into playoff games, forced him into tie ball games, one-run games, in a clutch, in a pennant race, in a playoff game. That's what they think. Now, do I believe they're fast-tracking him a little bit too quick? I do. I do. I would, I would lay back a little bit and let this thing happen organically. That doesn't change what I think of Ashby's future, and I think it's elite. You get a left-hander that, that's got the, the, the poise and control and moxie emotionally, oh, this is a steal of a deal, guys. This should be a day of celebration. If you're, if you're a big fan of pitching and a big fan of good deals, which we have to be in a market size like this, you should be happy. You should. I'm not going to tell you how to feel, but I'm ecstatic over this, over this Ashby deal. And again, a couple of wins for the Brewers coming out of the uh, second, out of the All Star break into the second half of the 22 championship season. Want to get your reaction on the game and the Ashby signing today? 414-799-1250. Dennis, uh, you're on the fan. I understand you were at the game tonight, Dennis. Hey Tim, yes, I was at the game tonight. Um, what kind of stood out to me tonight was um, sometimes we get lulled into. Um, thing of would he be just special and we really don't really grasp how good he is because with eight strikeouts the majority of major league pitchers would love to have eight strikeouts he got a six innings yeah a little trouble early but um he worked it through it and you know he had a very good outing after that you know and i just think sometimes we we get um a little jaded by, you know, PlayStation and video games that, you know, a pitcher got to be perfect. But, you know, when you look back at his at his performance, you know, hey, that was a great performance. Um, and that's all I really have to say about the Aaron Ashby uh, signing, you know, hey, good for the Brewers. Absolutely. Dennis, thanks for the call. Thanks, thanks for the call. You – you hit it on the nose with, with Woody. You know, we want these guys to be so damn good that sometimes we're just, you're right, we're lulled to sleep in terms of if, if it's not two hits through seven and two-thirds. I mean, that's, that's a great situation to be in, that we're spoiled like that. Woodruff in five starts coming off the IL, a 2.20 earned run average. Doesn't seem like it. That's what it is. And you're right, Dennis. He was in early trouble. And I was shaking my head again. Last night, Burns, 20 pitches in that first inning. I don't know. What did, what did he throw in the first Woody tonight? Woodruff, I think, was 27 pitches in the first inning tonight. I, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I think you take four, you know, scatter four hits over six innings against the team that's leading the National League in batting average. I, that's a good outing. It, it, it absolutely is. And he settled in. I think he retired 10 straight at one point, And... You know, he had a hit and a walk and a run given up early, and then you're like, oh, okay. And they didn't need that right now. They didn't need a short start when you come off of 13 innings last night. Rockies in the same situation. They went with Urania as long as they could, and then Yoli Chassin is still looking in for the sign. Boy, that guy pitches slow. Holy <laughs> crap. It's 9-1, to one, Yoli. Throw the baseball. <laughs> you wonder why these games are so long. That sixth it's, inning took about an hour, top to wow. bottom. 
I mean, we'll take it. You put up five runs in in in, yeah. in a half inning for the Brew Crew's offense. I'll take that all day long for sure. But I will just say this: this seems maybe a, a stretch, and maybe we'll look back on this in ten, fifteen years, and you remember, yeah, there was this old dude that that was on the radio in Milwaukee many years ago. It's not going to surprise me if there is a white flag rule in baseball at some point where both managers just agree, hey, after seven or eight, man, this thing's out of control. Let's just call it. It might be. that. I guess that's a debate. You know, I mean, how sacred is Major League Baseball? Um, would some fans be upset by getting, quote-unquote, you know, robbed of two innings yes. of baseball or something? Um, or, but, or, but, the, or the players, Mitch. Or the players sure. would, would be like, hey, man, that's statistical – opportunities right. for me and that means money look at connor sadzek tonight i mean is he getting in a in this game if it's uh you know three to two uh-uh no probably nope. not now he nope. didn't go didn't didn't fare very well tonight unfortunately but he got an opportunity but then you also on the other side of the coin have teams that are throwing out position players mm -hmm. uh for for two innings brett phillips bless his heart lobbing him in there and giving up grand slams you know, and, and next well, thing you know, look at Brasso's ERA. <laughs> yeah, I think he's at zero this year. I was in like say, two or three I'm appearances. Sure he's doing all right. Yeah, but I, I just I just thought I'd throw that in there. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. The news of the day. Yeah, nine to one vic uh, nine to four victory. Sorry, Connor. I tried to save you there. Um, th he gave up three runs in the ninth. But uh, the other news, bigger news, maybe uh, depending on where you're at here. Um, Aaron Ashby signs a five-year deal, potentially team control in the ensuing two years with team options on that. The deal is worth about $20 million for the next five years. Now, consider this, however. I mean, here's a guy that uh, isn't eligible for arbitration for, for another year or two, and in which case he would really have to put up numbers to make up the $20 million portion of this deal in the RB years. And so you're looking at, he would have to average, you know, probably 6 million a year. And who knows, that's statistical information there. It's, it's what I've been saying here for a while. And that is some of these young guys, when they get that first opportunity for a $10 million plus contract, that's life changing money. God bless him. Take it and run with it. $20 million the next five years. Then he would, if he didn't sign this deal, it would be roughly the minimum seven, 700000 a year for the next couple of years. Then throughs of arbitration, which again, as I said, you know, you're going to have to kick and scratch and get some statistics in there that ranks you into that six, seven, eight million dollars a year category. And do you want to gamble on that as a young ball player? Some would. But he took it. Same with Freddie Peralta on a five-year 15. That was just $3 million on average a year. I mean, this is what Stearns does. And, and, and again, my thoughts are on my expectations of Ashby, which are way high. I mean, elite level in his career. That's where I'm at with him. 414-799-1250. I'm sorry, Mitch. Where are we going to go? We have uh, Nate on the north side. Nate, what do you say? A 9-4 victory. They're 2-0 out of the All-Star break. That's good news. And the Aaron Ashby signing, your thoughts? Um, the Ashby signing is great. You know, 
you lock up this guy who you feel that is going to be a key part of your rotation going forward for more years to come, and then that gives you more room to worry about other things, and you don't have to worry about your starting rotation. You know, you have Freddie and um, Freddie Ashby and Small. You have them for the foreseeable future as of right now. So, yeah, that's definitely a good move by Steiner locking him up. Um, and then it's club options at the end of that deal. So if if Ashby isn't what you what he, what he turned, what you hope he would hope he is going to be, you can get out of that deal. Um, as well, well so no, I don't know. I mean, you still have to, Nate. You still have to pay the money. Uh, you say get out of the deal, but I, I will say this: a twenty million dollar deal is 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 the type of money that the Brewers can afford to chew on if they have to. If they yeah. have to bite the bullet on that, they're okay. It's not going to cripple them. Yeah, most definitely. And then um, I wasn't able to talk to you last night because I had to work today. Um, but these last two games. This is what um, most Brewer fans and me, myself, me, myself, um, and uh, a lot of Brewer fans I talk to, this is what we've been waiting to see, you know. Um, just the approaches at the plate are way different um, day and night from the first half. Um, they are shortening up when, it's, when it comes to two strikes and they're trying to put the ball in play. Um, during the first half, you've seen a lot of over-swinging, or swinging real hard and you hitting it, you're hitting the ball hard, but you're hitting it um, hard at the infielder or you're swinging and missing at it. Um, from these first two games, what I've seen is a lot of um, opposite field um, hitting mm-hmm. and going going with the ball and where the ball is pitched. The ball is pitched outside, you, you, keep, you keep it outside, this pitch inside, you pull it. Um, it seemed like um, in the first ha- in the first half, they were trying to pull everything and slug slug everything, and it, it just it, that's just not the type of approach. Eleven that, hits last you know, night, twelve tonight. I mean, yeah, that's keeping so, the line moving. Yeah, so they the, the, the approaches are better, and hopefully they stick with these approaches because if they stick with these approaches, what we have been talking about all year as far as them being a them being a, um, a guy stepping up and them being a a, a World Series cal- caliber team, it's, it'll, it'll show it show itself. But they need to keep on it. Um, I I've talked to you time and time again. They tend to do stuff that works and then they tend to stray away yeah. after a while. They need to stick with this type of approach, and I'm just going to see if they do stick with this type of approach, and hopefully they do. Yeah, no doubt. Nate, th- thanks for the call. A uh, couple of other things. You, you talk about this certain approach, and I uh, just ran across this stat today that uh, going into yesterday, the first half, let's just say, prior to the All-Star break, Brewers were fourth in run production with two outs, fourth in the league. I didn't realize that. I mean, there's a little tidbit to kind of lean on a little bit. People talk about clutch, and that's kind of that's kind of an interesting stat. Uh, other observation tonight would be Jake McGee gets in, he's activated, gets into a game, and performs. This is a guy that had tremendous success last year. Now, this year, not so much. Seven-plus ERA, a, a buck and a half on, on his whip, a veteran guy. 
achieved high success last year, 31 saves, sub-3 ERA, and 60-plus appearances, a whip under one. Down to 685, by the way, after the scoreless appearance tonight. There you go, coming down. This is reminiscent of a Hunter Strickland acquisition, isn't it? Yes, it is. It seems very similar to that. A proven guy, uh, formerly proven guy, had a couple of rough years when he played in Colorado, but who doesn't? And, uh, yeah, I mean, you never know. You only need him for, for a couple months here. Yeah, and, I, you know, it, that does provide a, additional uh, matchup situations. I mean, if you're looking at a lefty and Jake McGee in there, so how many lefties you got in that bullpen? Suter. Hader. Milner. McGee. Yeah. Milner. There's four now in that bullpen that does provide Craig Council with some more uh, weaponry in that pen and who knows i mean again you i mean you're looking at not that far removed some from success and i'll i'll let me just let me just find it right here uh this year for jake mcgee uh jake mcgee uh a one and two mark and a 717 era whip of 1.55 that's this year in uh, 24 appearances. However, last year, 3-2, two, 272 ERA, a whip of .91, and get this, in 62 appearances. This isn't a guy who pitched 18 times with those numbers. 62 appearances, 272, whip under 1, and 31 saves. This is just, this is a brilliant pickup this doesn't have jason alexander undrafted written all over it this doesn't have um chi chi gonzalez with ballooned up numbers for a steady period of time this is a blip a couple of months now will it work out i don't know players have been known to fall off the table here has he fallen off the table we're gonna find out didn't didn't look like it tonight those of you that uh have this philosophy i want to uh before the break here um I was reading this on on social media today. That if you look at some of the numbers that the Brewers are putting up offensively, whenever you point to the good ones, most of the damage has been done against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati because it's ballooned those numbers up. Now, to be fair, honestly, you got to show me other teams that have ballooned up numbers against subpar teams themselves. You can't just throw it out there without a comparison. And so, you know, some are saying you can only beat the good teams. Okay, the win-loss record is what it is. But let's check those numbers opposite another team. Let's check the Mets numbers offensively against, you know, the, the, the lower-tiered teams. Let's see how their offensive numbers may dip against more competitive teams. So it's it's all a a matter of apples and apples and and I just thought I'd throw that out there. I saw that bouncing around on social media today. 414-799-1250. Brewers get a 9-4 victory today. That's 2 and 0 out of the All-Star break. It's a good way to start the second half of the 22 championship season. Uh, also Aaron Ashby signs a 5-year, 20 million dollar deal. It could equate to $46 million with an additional two years of team options at the tail end of that five years. 
I love that deal. What do you guys think of it? 799-1250, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game. Presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. 9-4 final, you guys at American Family Field, pretty pleased and just noticing a little, again, I noticed it uh, the last homestand uh, prior to the All-Star break that uh, things are starting to get a little more exciting at the old ballpark, aren't they? Uh, just, I'm, I'm hearing that a little bit and uh, that's cool. I, I do need to get in there. Have you been, when was the last time you were there, Mitch? I was there about a month ago, I'm actually going tomorrow. Nice. And then I'm going on Friday as well. Okay, so you get two. In Boston. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're in Boston next weekend. Yep, pretty excited. Pretty excited. Another First another time? park. Yep, another. Uh, I've As big of a baseball fan as I am, I've only seen a game in American Family Field, Wrigley, Oracle Park in San Francisco, and then it'll be Fenway. Uh, this time next week. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so if you're not, if if you haven't had too many, then you got to call the show. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about that. Well, uh, it's a bachelor party, so uh, <laughs> okay, forget that then. It, it's a Friday night. It's, <laughs> we're going to Friday night, and it's probably going to be a little bit of horsing around all day Friday. So, uh, oh yeah, that I, could be I, an all day. Or oh, it's going to be. It's going to be. You bet. You betcha. 
They get the win tonight, 9-4. Again, uh, nine games over 500. We'll check out some numbers in this one. This close, this close, Brewers fans. Almost had it. We're two consecutive games. This Brewers offense, everyone in the starting lineup would have had a hit for two consecutive games. Think about that. Where in the world uh, would the deep dive in statistical information go? When's the last time the Brewers starters had all had hits in two consecutive games? I don't remember that happening too, too often. Uh, that would be interesting to find that out. Just, just one player came up with an 0 for 3 in a walk. Outside of that, it would have been two in a row. Let's check out the uh, game recap here. Our calls of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Home grill kits are waiting for you with your name on it. 5oclocksteakhouse.com for all the details. First inning, Woody throwing a bunch of pitches. Near 30 pitches in the inning. He allowed a one-out infield single, a two-out walk, and then a two-out RBI base hit. One zip, 27 pitches. Brewers uh, get a two-out uh, knock from Rowdy Telez. And Woody then sets, settles in, uh, I should say, into the second inning uh, and goes one, two, three in that frame. Brewers answer that with their half of the second. Woody, one, two, three again in that third inning, a pair of strikeouts. And uh, it settled in to that point, seven straight uh, Rockies hitters retired uh, after the bumpy first inning. And his sinker was outstanding tonight, that's for sure. Lead-off base hit by uh, Luis Urias, uh, raced on a double play in the bottom of the third inning, and you get into the fourth, and now you're starting to think, oh, boy, here's this offense again. It's one zip. It's getting mid-game. Make it 10 straight, retired by Woody. Uh, five strikeouts through his four innings of work to that, that point in the game, and the Brewers get a crooked number in their half of that fourth inning was a leadoff walk by Willie Adamas, but he's erased on another double play off the bat of Telez. But McCutcheon draws a walk. Colton Wong with a base hit to first and third him with two outs. And last night's, well, I should say one of last night's heroes, he does it again, Hunter Renfro. And he sends out one way. And the Brewers have the lead here in the fourth inning. Was that a ball? Yeah, it's taken a little while this season, but I think when they acquired Hunter Renfro just prior to the lockout, um, I I just was telling everyone, you're going to learn to really love Hunter Renfro, and we're starting to see some of that right now. You can't discount that home run last night. I still think about that home run. Two outs, two strikes. In the bottom of the tenth inning, season-saving home run last night. Well, you know what? You Maybe. never know, man. You, you you don't ever know. You're down two, down to your final strike. He ties it up. You go on to win. Three innings later, or two innings later. That's that was that was a crazy big home run for Hunter, and he does it again tonight. A big fly makes it three to one into the top of the fifth inning. Woody into some two-out trouble. A couple of base runners in that fifth. And the Brewers won two, three in their half. So you're gliding along three to one into the sixth inning. Leadoff man on for the Rockies in the sixth. 
Uh, but then a strikeout and a double play ground ball that uh, that put the game to the bottom of the sixth inning. And and Woody just really settled in there and he, he battled through a couple of multi base runner innings. But you know, again, th- this guy's been outstanding. A two point two zero ERA after six innings of work tonight and just the one run allowed. Two point two zero ERA in his last five starts for the Brewers since coming off the IL. Brewers get to Arania in the uh, bottom of the sixth inning. Willie Adamas starts it off with a leadoff base hit. Rowdy Telez reaches on air. First and second, nobody out. you got to take advantage. Get yourself some breathing room, room here. McCutcheon pops up for the first out, but Colton Wong with a swing puts another run on the board. Two on, one out, and Wong laces one into right center. Adamas around third, he'll score. It's an RBI single for Colton Wong. Oh, he locked in. Goodness. Four to one Brewers. Still one out. And Arania near the finish line. Boy, for those of you that picked Colton Wong as your pick to click in the second half of the 22 championship season, you guys got a hell of a start. A two-hit game yesterday, a three-hit game tonight. That made it 4-1. to one. Runners still at first and second, the one out and one in. And that's it for Urania as the Rockies go to their pen. Yoli Chassin, an old friend, enters the game, gives up an infield single to Hunter Renfro to load him up. And that set up Victor Caratini. This crowd here at American Family Field, they can sense it. They're ready to roar. 2-2 two, two the count. And a swing and a drive down the right field line. It's going to go to the wall. Telez will score. Here comes Wong. He's in. And Caratini with a two-RBI double. Six to one, Brewers. Yeah, that's a big hit right there, putting a crooked number up. Three in, runners at second and third with just the one out for Luis Urias. And uh, during that sequence, Yoli Chassin gets a little wild. 3-1 pitch, and it gets by Servin, and in the score is Renfro. It's a walk, it's a wild pitch, and it's 7-1. Brewers taking advantage there in, in that sixth inning of a lot of mistakes, or a few mistakes by the Colorado Rockies. Uh, that was a walk on the play. Ninth man to bat was Christian Yelich, and he gets in on the fun. Since so coming back from the I.L. There's a base hit. Yelich on a two-strike pitch delivers one up the middle. It's an RBI single. His first hit of the game, he makes it 8-1. to one. Yeah, made it 8-1. to one. Willie Adamas would fly out to end the inning. The Brewers put up five runs in the frame on five hits. With a walk, an air, a wild pitch, they send 10 men to the plate, 8-1 into that seventh inning. Um, Wong with a base hit in the seventh inning, three hits uh, as uh, Trevor Gott was in to pitch a scoreless inning. Jake McGee, a scoreless frame in the uh, eighth inning, and it went uh, 8-1 to the bottom of that uh, eighth inning. 
One out base hit by Brasso in the bottom half. Moves over on an errant pickoff attempt that was just, I don't know, maybe playing out the string for the Rockies. That was kind of a crazy play right there. And that proved to be big because Tyrone Taylor gets into the RBI column. Everybody's waiting. Taylor with a base hit. Brasso is going to try to score. Here comes a throw. And it's going to be an RBI for Tyrone Taylor. Nine to one Brewers. So the throwing air cost Stevenson a run, albeit an unearned run. Yeah, and there uh, was nine on the board for the Brewers. Connor Sadzak would allow uh, three runs in his uh, ninth inning and one inning of work. But the Brewers go on for the 9-4 to victory, and we're going to hear from Craig Council after the break. We'll check out some numbers here. Nice win for the crew. That's two in a row out of the All-Star break. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show here on The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. 9-4 final. We'll check out the numbers in this one as the Brewers take game two of this four-game series. Brandon Woodruff, outstanding and on a roll. Does it make you feel a little bit better about this pitching staff? Burns, Woody, I've loved the season Eric Lauer overall has had. I mean, he had the bumpy ride in, in June a little bit, but who didn't for this team? And then you have uh, Aaron Aspie, who's just going to continue to get better and better after signing this uh, big deal. Maybe that propels him to relax a little bit, takes a little pressure off him. Freddie Peralta coming back a little bit quicker than everyone thought. So things starting to fall into place here a little bit. We'll hear from Craig Council uh, let me get uh, Todd in here. Todd, you're on the fan. What's going on, dude? Hey, uh, howdy, boys. Boy, I, I've, I've calmed down uh, since the last call before, after the right before the All Star break. You know, Kenny went before me, and I went after him, and it was yep, oh yep. gosh, it was awful. Um, and, and you know, and, and boy, I'll tell you what. Um, not being a rah rah guy, but just looking at the dugout in the Really, uh, tonight especially, and, you know, last night. But tonight doesn't look like they're pressing. It looks like when uh, when Arcia was still here. It looked like it was 2018. Uh, it was, you know, they're playing with each other's hair. They're having fun. And it was it, it was it was really, really cool to see that. And, uh, you know, what I – one of my main gripes always was is, is, you know, the continuity with the team. I mean, it seems like they have it, and there was nobody uh, – that had any long-term 
uh, uh, deals with them. And, and Simon Ashby, congratulations to him. How, what a, well, it must be just a fantastic feeling not to have to worry about really anything. It's guaranteed money. You know, uh, he's going to be a constant, and, and that's great. And, you know, just like Acuna, everybody said, oh, wow, you, you should have took more. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what, a bird in the hand is better than, uh, better than mm-hmm. two in the bush. Congratulations to him. Yeah, no, no doubt. I, I'm happy for you know all these young guys that they get uh, they get that kind of scratch. It's it's just pretty impressive, and and you just you just feel happy for them for sure. Are they overpaid? I mean, we could talk about that. Todd, thanks for the call. We can talk about that in all of professional sports, and I have, you know, filling in on this station for a bunch of shows, and I've done that topic. Mitch, you may have been with me a time or two, and over the years about how. You know, I went over the occupational salary avid, average for, well, I don't know, doctors and counselors. And, <laughs> you know, we went through the gamut and then we looked at the average salary of professional athletes. I'm not saying they don't deserve it because, I mean, they work hard at, at their craft. But you're right, Todd, in that, you know, $20 million. It's $20 million. Yep. I mean, most of us would, would have life-changing money with, you know, a couple million. And they're looking at 20 million. And this, that's a really sort of a moderate kind of amount. I mean, that's five years. That's a five-year deal for 20 million. Four million, about four million a year. That's pretty cool. I mean, you and me, if you gave us $1 million right now, we could, we could make it last the rest of our lives. With, with, but some of these with guys, good investments, yeah, 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 yeah. And but the players, I mean, you know, if you're coming up, you're making half a mil or something for a couple of years, maybe a little less. That's still pretty good money. Not, it's not generational wealth. No. Um, but then you come into that, and you know, you 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 have a different standard of living than you or I. And then, you know, I don't know. You're you're also big on the organizational hierarchy, if you will, too, with. The own yeah. you are. I'm saying specifically, owners are you know kind of in charge, and the players. But the players are just kind of getting their piece of the pie. It's it's uh, you know I I refrain a lot of times over the years from talking money with these players because that's just that's kind of their deal. Sure. But I what I do do is uh, when they do make their first kind of big bulk of money, I do mention it to them off the air. This is completely off the air. When you go from uh, the major league minimum, well, for a few years there, it was in a holding pattern right around you know half a million, as you said. But then when they, they go get their first big bump to like 3.8 million, you know, right. that's, I mean, that to me is when I say, hey, man, congrats. All, this, this all paid off for you. It all paid off because you make 500,000 a year, make it for two, three years. And then check back with that dude in like eight years or then 11 years after that. That money isn't riding eight, 10 years later. This is not. It's, it's not with most of it. It wouldn't be with you either. But I do congratulate them, you know, off the air and, and privately off the record that, hey, man, I'm, I'm pretty happy for you guys. And that's what Ashley, uh, Ashby got today as uh, they signed him to a five-year, $20 million deal. And they win a ball game today, 9-4. The final, they take game two of this four-game set. Let's dip into that clubhouse and hear from Craig Council. 
Uh, we did we did a nice job on offense today. Uh, I thought Arania was you know he was he was really good the first three innings. Um, I thought Hunter's hit was was huge. Um, you know, obviously it's a three run homer and that that's a big deal. But um, you know I gave gave Woody a little bit of breathing room. You know he gave up that run in the first and it was a little. You know, I, I thought he threw the ball well. Just you know guy guy made a little bit of a mistake and guy did a nice and uh, Rogers did a nice job. Um, but then Woody got. He he was just really good, and I thought gutted himself through the sixth inning and pitched, um, and that's how you put up zeros. Is that one of more one of the more positive signs going forward? Is just how well Brandon Woodruff has pitched. You know, looks like the usual version of himself. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, it's that's. I don't think that we were ever concerned about that. I mean, the injury probably set us back a little bit, but I, I think in the end, the in, you know, the injury is going to help Brandon be really effective the rest of the year. So um, he's, he's relatively fresh, throwing the ball really, really well. Sinker is definitely back, you know, for whatever struggle you had before the injury with the sinker, it's, that's not a concern at all. It's, it's real right now. And, and you can see by the broken bats, uh, that he's getting. So, um, yeah, I mean, very happy to hand him the ball every, every five days. How, how does that change things for him when he's got the sinker and how that can also help his team? Yeah. I mean, it, it just opens up the plate for him, um, for right-handed hitters, you know, that, that, ball inside is they have to cheat to get to it um even cheating to it i don't necessarily help him get to it almost so and it's late so he's getting swings he gets swings off the plate on it um and and those are the broken bats that you see um and it it, it just it opens up the other side of the plate for his breaking ball and for him just to to throw a fastball over there as well run for the, the second homer in as many days obviously big but legging out that single there in the beginning kind of kept that going that's kind of you know pretty yeah no it was for sure and then Vic delivered the big kind of big blow but um yeah I mean I mean the home run I thought just the way Randy was pitching and um to get to get us a lead um I thought it just was big I mean he Randy was he was tough he, he was throwing the ball well um, got some double, some nice double. They turned some nice double plays to get themselves out of innings, um, and it just kind of stopped their momentum. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on twelve fifty a.m. The Fan. Get you some numbers here in another Brewers victory, nine four, the final as we. Dive into the box score here. Christian Yelich tonight, one for five, a run knocked in. However, four strikeouts in the ball game. Wow. Willie Adamas goes one for four with a walk and a run scored. Rowdy Telez, one for four with a run scored. Andrew McCutcheon, 0 for three, did draw a walk. And there's the one blemish in this box score. If you go back-to-back games, everybody in the starting lineup yesterday had at least one knock. And everybody in the starting lineup had at least one hit tonight as well, except Andrew McCutcheon. I just wonder how often that has uh, occurred for the Brewers. Uh, Let's see. um, Colton Wong, three for four tonight. An RBI, a couple of runs scored, had a two-hit game yesterday, five hits coming out of the break Starting to hit the ball hard, too, Tim. Starting to hit it hard. He's pulling it a little bit this this weekend. Yeah. Looking good. 
Yeah, that is a really encouraging sign. And, and, and again, the sample size, two games. But, I mean, if you're going to have a resurgent second half, this is exactly the way you started for Colton Wong. Hunter Renfro, he goes two for four with three knocked in, two runs scored. Victor Caratini, he went one for four with two knocked in, one run scored. Luis Urias uh, goes one for two with a walk. And uh, Mike Brasso was in to pinch hit, and he went one for one with a run scored. Tyrone Taylor, one for four with one RBI. Pitching lines tonight, Brandon Woodruff, really good. Six innings, allows uh, one run on just four hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. He threw 100 pitches in the performance. ERA now down to 373. We'll take that. Trevor got one inning. No hits, no runs, no walks, and a pair of strikeouts. Jake McGee, Brewers debut, zeros across the board. Connor Sadzak, a rough one, one inning, three hits, three runs all earned. No walks, no strikeouts, a couple of home runs given up, 23 pitches in that one inning. But Brewers, they do get nine runs on 12 hits with one error. And the Rockies, just four runs on seven hits with two errors. The win goes to Brandon Woodruff. He moves to 8 and 3. The loss goes to Jose Urania 1 and 2 on the campaign. Brewers now 52 and 43 here in the 2022 championship season, 33,694 in the park to enjoy this one. We'll be right back. We'll hear from Brandon Woodruff, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show here on the Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. You know, it's it's nights like this that, that kind of make you, you know, look at a playoff series a little bit. And I'm not getting way out of control here. It's just it's just certain certain runs where it's like, okay, if Burns is going to be Burns and Woody pitches like this... And then Freddie's coming back, and he has time enough to get back on track here. And then you've got Lauer and Ashby, and hmm. It makes you think about being at least in those games, doesn't it? I mean, it's okay to think that way. It's okay to think we've all thought about winning the lottery, too. But we've also all thought about this team winning a World Series as well. And it's okay to think like that. We all do it. But it, it's nights like this where you're like, okay, if Burns pitched game one, you're going to probably be in or win that game. And then Woody hauls off and does something like this. You totally trust the bullpen for the most part, right? I mean, they're, they're all trustworthy in the back there. Yeah, they're going to have their blips a little bit. It, it, it does make me think a little bit like that. And a lot can happen in the next you know, whatever they have left, six, what, 67 or so games. But uh, good stuff. Brandon Woodruff tonight, his last five starts uh, since coming off the IL at 2.2 ERA. Overall now, the ERA starting to be a very respectable 3.7 and just getting better and better. Let's hear from Brandon Woodruff after the Brewers win. 
Yeah, honestly, that was honestly getting the breaking stuff over early in the count. OO was was also big, and then just recognizing um, their approach and um, just kind of running with that. But yeah, I, you know, I was able to execute for the most part with both of those pitches and um, get some some ground ball outs and early outs. And the, after that first inning of just kind of seeing what they were trying to do and just making the adjustment there um, was big and um, was able to get me through middle innings into the six. What did you see after that first inning? They just, uh, they're tough to strike out. Um, and with two strikes, they're just trying to put the ball in play at, at all costs. And that's what, um, if you leave stuff out over the plate, I mean, they're going to put the ball in play. So I, I think I'd just make an adjustment trying to crowd them a little bit more. And I think um, I was able to do that, but I still had to execute because if I missed middle, you know, they were still going to um, put the ball in play. So, um, I think that was a big, big thing I saw is they were just, they didn't want to strike out. And when you're trying to do that with two strikes, you're trying to take the ball to right field for the right-hand hitter. So um, that was a big thing I saw. You know Hunter better than anybody. Yeah. What, what can he do when he gets, gets on a hot streak? Hit balls a long way <laughs> like he did last night and tonight. Um, I've been seeing it for, for so long in college and, um, just when we were young, so young college kids, and he's always had that type of power. And you never know when he's going to go on his run, but when he does, it's it's pretty cool to see. And keeping up with him over the last few years, and especially last year in Boston, it's just it's it's awesome seeing him hit those balls so far. And they're just so like a majestic home run, you know. And he he makes it look cool when he hits them. So it's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page. And take a look at the crew's next game. Yes, it is time to turn the page a little bit, and that's the great thing about baseball. Win or lose, you still have another one tomorrow and the next day. But let's focus on tomorrow. It's game three of this four-game set. 110 first pitch, your typical Sunday start time. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Right here, Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show. We'll be talking, hopefully, about three in a row and taking the series against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, they've already earned at least a split, if those of you want to think about it that way. But uh, let's check the matchups for game number three. For the visiting Colorado Rockies tomorrow, it'll be Chad Cool, 6-5, and five, former Pirate, by the way, 6-5 and five with a 4-1-1 ERA, a 1.4 whip. On the season for the Brewers, left-handed pitcher Eric Lauer, Looking to keep it rolling, 6-3 and three with a 3.64 ERA, 1.16 whip on the yeah. season. Yeah, and, and, and as I said about Lauer, you know, he had the, the turbulent uh, June. But uh, outside of that, he's just been way underrated. I, I, you know, a lot of people talk about the gut and guile and, and, and you know, moxie of, of a, a professional baseball player. Take a listen to Aaron, not Aaron Ashby, Eric Lauer, when he talks. It's just he's he's as pragmatic, but it, and the visuals when he pitches, are just they're they're awesome. They they really are. He'll he'll tell you a lot about himself by his emotions on on a baseball mound. It's pretty cool. So hopefully uh, he can go deep. And that uh, again, if if three seven for Woody is respectable, well then where what do you say about uh, Lauer three six? Now we're starting to see collectively these pitchers starting to throw out there some good numbers, and we all thought that we we did uh, strength coming into the season, and we're starting to see that come to fruition. 
All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll uh, see you again tomorrow after the last pitch as you make the switch. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show for Mayor Mitch Ross. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. See you tomorrow. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.